into the nation as we begin to talk a little bit about Robert Quinn. Uh, Cowboys are close to closing in on a deal, and we already know that uh, we need help off of uh, the front four. Uh, one can say this right here that the Cowboys are uh, in a in a situation where is if they don't have defensive front four help, then we may see a team just, just digress in a lot of factors. Meaning that if you look at it from this aspect, right? <laughs> if, if we look at it from this, David Irvin's gone, right? Randy Gregory, you really can't depend on him. So you're looking at those two parameters there. And then on top of that, D-Law. <laughs> we already understanding that, hey, we talked about this time and time again. Like we are all for the players to get their money, but at what cost, right? So uh, they, they're working on this thing as, as close to the parameters of of the Cowboys uh, maybe giving up a, a later round pick. Uh, somebody said like a fifth or six. And they were going to pick up the rest of the uh, salary. So that's things that we have to really look at. And uh, let me just go to the big board. You guys know how we, we do. And, uh, and and the big board was saying that, hey, D-Law want this amount of money. Now, I can say this. If you pair up Robert Quinn with D-Law. If let's say, for example, if D-Law was like one of those guys and say, you know what? I care more about the Super Bowl ring than the money. I know that I can survive. I know I can live. I know I can provide for my family, food and water, my, my, my child and all these things. If I was to get paid 17 million, that's a given, right? But there's a, a measurement contest that's in between players legs, whereas they don't want to take that low ball cut, right? They, they're not going to sit there and say, well, I'm going to take one for the team when this will be my first bag. So, if he were to say, let's say, for example, he was one of those guys that, that just didn't love money. Right. And he said, OK, just sign me for 20 million or, or, or just sign me for 19 million, whatever it is. I want to get this ring. Right. Can you close your eyes and imagine if you had Robert Quinn on one side and my goodness, you have D-Law on the other. That would be crazy. Right. Um, Savage Time says Taco in a fifth rounder watch. <laughs> I don't know if they look. Don't be so quick to get rid of Taco. Don't be so quick to get rid of Taco. Remember the film session last night. He plays left hand. Can you imagine seeing D-Law playing on the right side? <laughs> Name me the sacks that you saw D-Law get on the right side, you see. Because he don't. he's not a right defensive end. He's a left defensive end. So sometimes when you play to uh, not to your strengths, then you look horrible out there. And I'm not saying that Taco Charlton is a D-Law, but there's nobody in the chat box can say, well, D-Law is going to be a guy that's going to get 14 to 15 sacks a year in 2014, in 2015, in 2016. All of this came about just recently, two years ago. <laughs> so we already knew Von Miller was a dog. It was no questioning that who is Von Miller. <laughs> There was none of that going on. People knew that coming out of college, Von Miller was a dog. That Joker was just a dog, right? People knew that. People knew that Khalil Mack was a dog. <laughs> they just knew it coming out of college, you know. <laughs> Probably coming out of the womb. They knew for sure what type of player Khalil Mack and the Von Millers of the world. They just knew what it was going on with that. But if we look at the stats right here, uh, this is Robert Quinn. He came out in 2011. 
uh, out of the NFL draft. The Cowboys are set to acquire pass rusher Robert Quinn from the Dolphins, according to Ian Rappaport. And if you look at it from here, um, the total sacks, productions, what have you, in 2011, yes, he had five. In 2012, he had 10.5. And then in 2013, he had 19, 14. 10.5 and then the numbers been back and forth since then but he's been a what plus four sacks guy every single year so at the minimum cowboys is going to get four sacks off of that right end <laughs> at the minimum at the most you're going to get a uh, close to 19 now i would say that he probably can rear up the production of nine or maybe 10 sacks off of that right edge you kick taco to the left side then maybe you can get something hmm <laughs> All right, so Rico, well, shout out to you, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. I really do appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, and we look at, uh, let's look at these comparables all together. We're going to look at D-Law and um, Robert Quinn. Now, this is not a comparable like versus or what have you. One, one goes against the left tackle every game and the other goes against the right tackle every game. There's two different type of categories of player. Normally on a team, Hey, you can argue the fact that the best offensive lineman is going to be the left tackle. Do anybody want to put up money or, or dollars on that? Just look it up. Most of the best teams out there is going to be the, the best offensive lineman is going to be your interior or probably your left tackle. That's just the bottom line. So with that being said, Demarcus Lawrence, he got 34 sacks in his luxurious career. And Robert Quinn got 69. Now the games played between the two. Let's look at it from here. 64 games for Demarcus Lawrence, 111 for Quinn. Now, this is what I like about Quinn. 23 forced fumbles. That's meaning you're getting the ball, you're clawing the ball out of the opposition hands. And I love to see that stat, guys. That's force right there. Now, of course, uh, D-Law, he gets around to the edge as well. Nine, nine of them. He even got an INT, which I love too. So... Both guys can be nasty. You put those two guys together. Man, shout out to the donation to the Help Grow the Nation. What we have here, uh, my guy, Law Nation. Salute. Antoine Myers. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for making the donation to Help Grow the Nation. You know when you guys make that donation, man, you know how to go. Yes, indeed. So, Cowboy Nation, we got a lot of stuff to really take a look at. We got a lot of things to dive into. Uh, especially as you talk about this film and as you look at everything from A to Z. Look, how far are we away from the Super Bowl? I always say this, right? And the farthest way we are been from the Super Bowl <laughs> is, uh, what, 2000 and, and way in the 2000s and the 11s probably, the 12s. We're close, believe it or not. We, we missed two games away from the Super Bowl last year, right? <laughs> and if we can get if we would have had some interior pressure then maybe just maybe we would have been able to uh to get something done as far as reaching out and making the quarterback pay when they try to throw the ball uh, this is from eric uh law do you trade tank ah, that's the thing you can't trade broken down or damaged commodities day that shoulder deal that's a major bummer uh, some reports out there, yes, it's three to four months, but it can take for a, a labrum uh, surgery to be completed. It can take uh, almost six months. <laughs> that's that's a that's a 
that's a lifetime in the uh, NFL season because it's so short, it's so small. Malik McDowell could be our David Irving. I heard he passed his physical. So we, we will see about that too. Uh, guys, I do have this right here. We're going to put the call-in number, uh, the number, the call-in number, if you guys want to be a part of the show, 682-214-4087. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts and your opinions if you want to give a call-in, and we can just go over this all together. What you think about Robert Quinn? What do you think about the tacos of the world, right? What do you think about the, uh, the, the Crawford kid that's inside that want to fight people in the bars, right? The, the Antoine Barbecue Woods. What do you guys feel about that? Or what do you feel about the, uh, let me see, the Coverton kid? Now, are all these pieces put together? Because we know for one, we got, we got this in the bag right here. Shout out to you, Joshua Whitlock. We got this in the bag. Papa Rob Marinelli. <laughs> Anytime that he can have George Salvi or, uh, or the, uh, or the other kid that that went on ahead and got some money. I forgot his name. But if he had George Salvi, uh, uh, what was it? Benson Mayowa had six or seven sacks. <laughs> I'm quite sure that he can make something happen with Robert Quinn. <laughs> All we got to do is uh, get things in the, in the right perspective. Shout out to you, uh, Mike. Appreciate you for joining into the nation. But uh, it's a brain injury for uh, Malik. I heard now that was just the, the stories that I heard. I heard he passed his uh, his uh, um, physical or what have you. So maybe they're waiting for after the draft. That's another way you can squeeze is to wait after the draft. Let that draft process go all the way through. And then after that draft process go through, if you didn't get the guy that you really wanted, then you can fool around and sit back and say, you know what? I, I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and pick up the McDowell's. I'm going to go ahead and take a swing at the Sioux of the Worlds. Salute to you, Chris. Appreciate you for tuning in. OKC4229. <laughs> Just joined in on the Periscope. Appreciate you for joining in to the nation. Quinn, 40%. Large, 34%. One in four of the top 10 defensive edge off, off, uh, well, outside linebackers and pass rush within rates, with winning rates. Okay. Shout out to you for who's this information who gave it down? Kerry Teagle, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for that information. Quinn will be nice addition <laughs> with the fire emojis out there. Yeah, I, I I agree. So they close to the uh they close to it, guys. They are. They are close to to closing out this deal. And I'm excited about it. I, I do know that there are some reservations as it relates to uh, Quinn's back. I heard he had a little issues with his back a little bit. But uh, uh, outside of that, uh, what did he finish with last year? Uh, he still finished with, let me see if I can pull this thing around. Appreciate you guys. And we're going to take a look at it. He still finished last year. Let me see if I can pull up Robert Quinn's uh, deal there. He still finished with 6.5 sacks. That's not that bad, Cowboy Nation. Uh, why do we need another uh, backer? We already have gave him one. Uh, say that again, Thumper67. Uh, let me know what you're saying. Uh, Flores, 22. What's the numbers 90 value? Why did he... Why did we trade tank? Uh, we didn't trade tank because <laughs> you got to have a dancing partner. 
All right, so let's see what we got here. Really appreciate you calling that. Let me get my... Uh, let me see where you at. Appreciate your patience. Bear with me. Call from... John Wilson. What's up? What's up, Law? None to it, man. It's your world. I'm just trying to pay rent, man. Talk to me. <laughs> How you doing, brother? I'm <laughs> up from Hawaii. It's John Wilson. Yes, what's good, man, with you, man? The first time hearing your voice out here, man, on the nation. I hear uh, you, man. I'm a big supporter of yours. Appreciate it, man. Really do, man. Uh, let me do this right quick before we go a little bit further. For those that's in the chat box, let me know if you guys can hear. Young, right? It's Young Wilson. Yeah, man, it's Young Wilson. Yeah, let, let everybody know if they can hear you. Yes. So what's good, man? Talk to me. Well, man, I'm thinking the Quinn trade would be a real good trade for us. Put some leverage on for us for D-Law. Law needs to get his surgery done before we talk more money. 21, 21 million a year is a little stretch for someone that only did two years of production. Um, I, think, uh, I think we need to keep our homegrown players, which in the past we've never done. We've always been trying to grab free agency, uh, big names. Always got them too late. You know, we never got them to the point where they used to be uh, high level. I kind of like where Stephen A. Uh, Stephen Smith is uh, not Stephen Smith, but Stephen Jones is going with basically the homegrown and keeping that going. We just need to keep that going with the draft. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, there was also reports earlier last night that you know, and of course, it's just a rumor that they was putting the trade blocks on Byron Jones and as well as the uh, Jordan Lewis. How do you feel about those two guys? I want to keep Brian. I would probably want to franchise Brian for one more year and see if he can keep doing what he's doing at cornerback. Uh, Jordan Lewis, man, he might be a good trade bait. I mean, maybe we get somebody second level better in the safety division. I don't know, man. I think corner is good for us in a long time. We've never been this good. Um, I like our linebackers. I think Sean Lee staying back is helping us. Um, I don't know. I just hope our defense can stand up this year. I think our offense will be finally good this year. No doubt, no doubt. So, I mean, we're looking at this contract with D-Law. Uh, what do you feel about D-Law? Uh, I know some people in the chat box saying, hey, man, just pay the guy. Just pay the man the money. And some people like, man, let him walk. That's too much money. How do you feel about that again? He, he, man, he got called out by the team by saying, prove it for one more year. He proved it, got ten and a half with a broken labrum. Um, he paid the man. But I think you gotta, I think he needs to play ball too. I mean, no sense to get 25 million and you don't get a ring. Um, but I also don't think, um, he doesn't get paid less. I mean, that's ridiculous to lowball him at 17.5, what he would have made last year. So that was a slap in his face. But asking for 22 per year, you're not a quarterback, mm, kind of tough to go for that. But I'd pay 20, guarantee some money on the back end, make him happy, team friendly. If not, let's trade him. Yeah, I heard it's like, like a bad relationship with his particular, um, what you call that, the, the guy that make up all the deals, this agent. Yeah, it's, it's the agent guy. Um, that's where the issue is at. David Cantor. Uh, I heard that he was the same guy to represent Landon Collins 
Man, the collar's got a big bag, right? And right. Uh, and, th- and that's the thing. Sometimes these agents, we got to we fail to realize they get six percent. So they're not going to oh, yeah. cut their legs from under their feet as well. And uh, I heard that he also represented the uh, Eric Waddle or Weddle, and he's supposed to be coming to the Dallas the first time around. But David Cantor kind of like soiled that relationship with Jerry Jones and company. So it could be one of those things where it's the agent is saying, nah, my client deserve at least uh, a little bit north of what Von Miller is making. And it won't be right for my client, for me to lowball my client. I'm just not going to let this deal go through. And as as it relates to money and numbers, D-Law might be like, ah, I just want to play football. But what my whatever my agent is saying, I'm just going to lean to what he's saying, basically. True that. What do you think about um, him only having production in two out of from since 2014 when we drafted him? We had three years of down year where he was injury. Uh, he had suspensions. Uh, we stuck with him for three years. He popped out for 14 and a half sacks last year, 10 and a half. You've seen him disappear in the playoffs. I, I grant you he got double, triple teamed. But if you're going to ask for Khalil Mack type of money, I think I need to see you the whole game, 16-plus games a year, not just for two years. I need more. You know what I'm saying, Law? I need more. I need more factual numbers on paper saying you're going to be doing it for the next 10 years. Then I think we sign him right now. But two years of production and out of five, mm, yeah. I can understand why Jerry don't want to pay. Yeah, most of the the um, I was listening to uh, it was a radio station that I was listening to, and they said most of the time when they look at these deals, they spread they spread it over three years. They don't do just the two years and say, okay, uh, this is where we base the salary off of. This is where we base your fair market value off of. They base it off of the last three years that you played with. So the problem is, is that, of course, we saw that D-Law emerged in 2017. Heck, we got Taco Charlton on his team because of D-Law's inconsistencies, right? He's a left defensive edge rusher. A lot of people are saying that he, he just horrible in trash, which I understand, right? <laughs> Taco have not hit the uh, quote-unquote um, breakout season, what have you. I can give Cowboys fans that, okay, and give everybody that. But the problem is, collectively, is that you can't just sit there and say, all right, I'm going to pay D-Law last year when you had nothing to go off of. And then on top of that, a lot of times when you play players too soon, it's another piece of it. They still sit out because they said, hey, I outperformed my particular salary. Such and such is making this, such and such is making that. Uh, didn't didn't uh, Odell Beckham do that? Odell did that, but yeah. Odell didn't force nothing. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. kind of sat back and let the market set itself. I think in this particular instance, he's trying to say he's as good as Khalil Mack. He's as good as any other defensive end in the in the league, but only for the last year and a half, two years. Now, right. if we got to go three years, you divide the 20, 23 and a half sacks he's got, divide by three, you get barely eight sacks a year. That's not $22 million a year, man. He, he'll he be in the uh, Trey Flowers uh, uh, parameters. That, right. That's, that's the so issue there. We can't overplay for a, you know, for a DN that's going to eat up all our money for the next three years, and then he'll be trade. He won't be able 
play him after three, I think. That's just how it goes, man. That's how the cookie crumbled, man. Anything else you got on your mind that you want to release out to the nation, let people know what's on your thoughts? Um, man, I, I hear this rumbling about, like, do we need to pay Zeke? Um, man, we need to pay Zeke. Uh, we need to get a defensive tackle. Tackle one, tackle two, tackle three, ta whatever tech you want to call it. We need to just suck it up and pay that one protect defensive tackle position. That's one of our weakest areas, and I'm just tired of Jerry and Steven sitting on their hands and not doing nothing about that middle being soft. That's all I got to say, Law. Well, yeah, hopefully they can figure out something because <laughs> one can argue if we had anybody that can collapse to the inside of that pocket and seal off those runs against the L.A. Rams, maybe, just maybe, they don't beat us by eight points. <laughs> exactly. Yes, indeed, man. Really appreciate you for tuning in to the nation, man. Really do, uh, Young Wilson. Always, man. Always watching you, brother. Keep up the good work. Salute, brother. Salute. What a good call. First, first call, man. That was the first call to the nation, man, in a long time. I did uh, call in about, what, my first year on YouTube. <laughs> but uh, I really appreciate you, man. Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Anybody else want to jump on in? The number is on the top of the screen there, 682-214-4087. That's where you can join the nation and listening in. To nothing but the best. You guys know how that goes, right? <laughs> All right. So, Peter, what's up, man? Appreciate you. <laughs> Raymond says the, the last call was stupid. No, let's not do that. Call in and explain yourself, right? Let's see who we got right here. Call from Kevin. To accept, press. Kevin, what's good, man? Talk to me. How you doing, well? What up, man? Nothing to it, man. It's your world now. It's your world as well. What's good? Man, I just want to say, man, I'm always watching your shows. Even I'm at work late night, early in the morning, I'm watching your shows. I appreciate your content. I appreciate how you never really get mad at the fans for speaking their opinion. But my whole thing with this, uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he, he got to be out of his mind if he thinks he worth $23 million, man. He only came on the scene for the last two years. That's what young Wilson was saying. <laughs> the last two I know. years. I know. I yeah. was the last two years. And my thing is, I'm not going to – like, I understand that you putting out your content, but I'm going to say it for you. He's not worth $23 million, man. He's not. You're going to take up half of our cap money for you to have a bum shoulder and want $23 million? My thing is, I'm with you. When you put out that whole film about Taco last night, I'm with you. Move Taco to his right position. I watched Taco. I'm a Michigan fan. I watched him in Michigan. Mm -hmm. Move him to his right position at the left. Let Robert Quinn stay in the right and trade for trade the Mark Lawrence for something because ain't no way in the hell we got to give him twenty three million and you just started producing for two years like he was hurt the previous year you got suspended for that for PEDs and and you really wasn't producing so why how after two years now you think you worth Von Miller and Khalil Mack money man <laughs> now I don't know is this more if his agent talking or this is really D Law talking right. But about nah, that twenty three nah, million, yeah, that gotta be D Law talking, man, because he he could go right to Jerry and Steven and tell him, look, man, I'm not I, listen. I'll take the nineteen. I'll take the twenty. I'll take that. He could go tell him. He he know where they offers that. He go tell him. But but we don't need this as a cowboy base. We don't need this kind of negativity right now. We we got a small window to win the Super Bowl, 
And we don't need stuff like contract holes. We still got to pay Z. Now, you telling me that his, what he doing on defense is equivalent to what Zeke doing on offense? No. Because Zeke leads the Russians two, uh, two out of the three years he was here. So right, man. So, man, my thing is with this, it, and it's crazy because every player wants that money, but at the end of the day, they look back and say, man, I also want the ring. You can't get both of them, basically. Right. And, and my thing is you're still getting paid. It's not like they you're getting $10 an hour. You're going to be able to provide for your family. You're going <laughs> to be able to provide for your family. But it's, it's like this right here, too. You remember uh, Spreewell? Remember he said he couldn't pay for what? He couldn't put food on his family uh, table. He was getting paid $33 million. Uh, <laughs> you that, that, that goes to show you what he was doing with his money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. That was, that was old school stuff. That. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so these how these players yeah. think, man. They, they look at it like, man, he probably looking at it like, man, Von Miller got that money. Khalil Mack got that money. And my production in the last two years is better than theirs. And then on top of that, this Trey Flower kid from nowhere, he got $56 million guaranteed. I know I'm better than him, so I want to get at least – 75 million but of course it's 85 million now right but this is the thing law when people become greedy like that you know what happens when they get that money they get injured <laughs> yeah i ain't trying to wish injury on them but yeah yeah they, no, they do no, I, I i listen i'm a cowboy fan i live in jersey so i i, I live right 15 minutes away from giant stadium so i gotta hear from giant fans eagle fans mm-hmm. over here all the time but my thing is I like D-Law. I like Tank. But for you to come out your mouth and and, and say that because of the last two years, you're worth the little Mac money, you got to be humble, man. Yes, you have to indeed. be humble. And, and this is another thing, too, what, what Cowboys players fail to realize and those who, like, uh, and just go pick up another team. In your, in your rightful mind, right? Right. Do you think that Tony Romo – would have got that position at CBS if he never played for the Dallas Cowboys? Never. Never. I mean, if never. you just look at that's money that you can make 10 to 15 to maybe 20 years down the line without even picking up another football. I don't know why, to me personally, that these players look at football, look at the Dallas Cowboys like, ah, I really want that extra money. Just like Earl Thomas. I understand that was a lot of money that he was able to get, but – Trust me, if he would have put that silver and blue on, man, he he would never have to buy a ham sandwich, anything that's in the Dallas <laughs> I'm for real. Oh, I feel you, man. Yeah, but they, they forget that. They don't know that wearing that star in your helmet is going to make you legendary. But they don't understand that because the media talks down about the Cowboys so much that people forget when you're wearing that star in that helmet, that means a lot, man. Man, it does, man. So, uh, any other thing, man, you want to bring to the table, man, before I let you go? No, man, I just like to say, man, I listen, I think Stephen Jones might try to trade him. That's all I'm saying. Jerry Jones will give him whatever he wants. But I think Stephen Jones is not having that. Because Stephen Jones still knows we got to pay Dak. We got to pay Cooper. We got to pay Zeke. We got we need offensive linemen. So, he's looking at this in a big picture like, look, look uh, let's trade for Robert Quinn and see what we can get for D-Law. That's about it. Yes, indeed, man. Hey, that sounds like some good stuff, man. Appreciate you for joining in to the nation, man. Salute, bro. Yes, sir, Law. That's what I'm talking about, Cowboy Nation. That's what I'm talking about, man. People calling in, 
man, we talking about football players. We talking about contract. We talking about what Robert Quinn can do for the nation. Man, it could be lights out. The number is at the top of the screen. 682-214-4087. We got another number for the nation. Call from Space Cowboy. Space. What's up, fam? What's going on, man? <laughs> Nothing to it, man. Trying to get to it. For those, let me let me just say this, man. For those who out there who love the the little new photograph that I got of myself all digitized and all what what do you call it cartoon cartoonalized animated <laughs> animated <laughs> yes 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 I got it from space man with space know the connection for the for, for for that beautiful uh profile picture that I got man but talk talk to me man tell me what's on your mind man no man I just actually just got done doing my last year about the whole Robert Quinn edition I think and I t- and my whole point from this and any other Cowboy fan that can think about it, don't look at this as a tank replacement just yet. At this point, he is your Randy Gregory replacement, assuming Randy Randy Gregory never comes back. He's mm-hmm. your Tank Lawrence insurance policy, worst case scenario, if True things that. don't work out. Right? I, yeah, and I want Tank to get his money. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've gone out and said I don't like the way he's going about it. I think his agent's in his ear trying to get as much money as possible, which, hey, that's what an agent's supposed to do, man. I, I understand he's supposed to do his job. And I don't really like how agents do their jobs sometimes, but hey, I understand that's what they got to do. But listen, man, I think the biggest thing for me, and I kind of had to think about this because I talked to other cowboy video makers about it, and there was a point that was brought up about, you know, remember when we signed Romo and Dez to those long-term deals and then they yeah. had their injury history? We were patient with them, right? Right? We, we, right, we right. gave we them were. time. So people are complaining, and I and it's a reasonable complaint. Oh, he has a torn labrum. Oh, that's bad. Oh, he's got a bad back. So we can be patient with those guys, but we can't get patient with Tank. Now, I will say this. Yes, it, they are completely different positions. They had right. completely different routes of getting their money. I understand that. That's a valid point. But my thing is this, if we're not willing to be patient with, uh, you know, especially like, for example, because this reminds me a whole lot about the Dez situation, right? Because Dez wanted to get his contract. Cowboys didn't give it to him immediately. It took until probably July, I I believe, until they got that deal done. And the rest was history. Dez didn't really, other than 2016, he and possibly 2017, he really wasn't that top guy anymore, whether the reasons were there to be there or not but, so but let, tank, let me put this in oh, ahead, let me, let ahead, me put ahead. this on put, put this on a lot of people mental when we talking about um, um the tony romo situation when tony romo was not on the field what was our record anybody in the four chat and box four and twelve right <clears throat> mm-hmm. when uh d law was not on the field it was in 2014 what was our record Oh, 12-4. All right. When mm-hmm. D-Law wasn't on the field in 2016, what was our record? 13-3. Uh, All right. So, I mean, this is the thing. It would have been a different story if it was 3-13 and 13 without D-Law and we was like 4-12 and 12 without D-Law. And I'm not saying, hey, you, you take D-Law at his $23 million and you throw it out the window. But what I'm saying is that this team is capable enough of winning without D-Law without seeking all of that money into one side of your table 
and, and letting that table tilt over. My thing is, I, I, I want D-Law to get that bag so bad, you know. But at $23 million, $85 million guaranteed, we're going to have somebody that's going to get rid of that's, that's beneficial to the team, whether it be uh, a Byron Jones, whether it be a uh, who else, a Jalen Smith, you're not able to extend him, or whether it be not being able to extend the, uh, the, the running backs of the world like the Ezekiel Elliott or signing a, a Dak Prescott. The way this team win is going to be flat-out balance. Now, I understand some fan base, some fan, some of our fans are on the high stream saying that, that Tank Lawrence is trash. And I'm not thinking that he's anywhere close to that. And I do know that on the other spectrum, or the other side of the table, that they kind of like what you're saying. Hey, just pay the man the money, and we'll figure out the rest. But go ahead, go ahead, no, go it, into details of your, of your point there. Though. No, 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 no. Listen, man, and you are 100% right, right? I agree with you. That's why when I brought up the point of with the Tony Romos and the Des Bryant's to the world, like I said, they're not com- they're they you can compare, but they are nowhere near the same situation. I, I I completely agree with you on that, and I agree. Yes, this team has proven that we can win without D'Lo, right? And we've seen in the last post in the last three postseason trips we've taken. Right, mm-hmm. that the biggest focal point, well, other than probably 2014, more so the two more recent ones, was our defense let us down when we needed them the most. Right, so I think that when you look at Tank, this is how I would view it. Like we're both in agreement. We want Tank to get his money. Right. You know, we just you know yeah. And I think that when we look at it, we can win those games without Tank. Right. But I think, and it's not that I don't think Tank can do it. It's just he hasn't proven to show up. Of recent in the playoffs, right? Like I don't remember the last time he made a pretty Im- good impact was in 2014, right? So mm-hmm. I think that the Cowboys, <laughs> if they deem it necessary, hey, we're going to trade him for a pick. Hey, we're going to. I don't have a problem with that because I trust this front office in doing what they're doing. And I think that um, with D Law, he just adds another element to that. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what's key. We can win without him. I just think he adds that whole new dynamic to the defense when he's there. Right, but right, because like somebody can I, argue the fact that, uh, and I, I'm seeing Vic Damone that's in the uh, chat box, and hey, how can you compare 2014 and 2016 to this current team? Uh, and, and I understand what he was saying, because in 2016, one can argue if we had any pressure to Aaron Rodgers, maybe, just maybe, uh, that score wouldn't have been the way it was, and maybe uh, an extra sack or extra fumble, something would have changed around, and maybe we would have won that game in 2016. And then, of course, 2014, mm-hmm. uh, D-Law played that game. But the, the, the thing is, the, the way teams win, win it is balance. And, and that's my only uh, battle cry because <clears throat> do, you, do you have off the top of your mind of any other team that paid $100 million to a defensive edge rusher that won a Super Bowl within the last, what, five or six years? Do anybody know the Broncos. anyone? The, the Broncos? The Broncos. Well, well that, if, you, that, if, you that count, after, if you count Von Miller as a defensive end, if you count him as a defensive end, then yeah. <laughs> did he get his back? Did he get his back after that year, or he got it before that year? That they, they paid him that, that, I don't, that big I, contract. I don't know. That's that's. I think he was still on his rookie's deal at that I point. Think, that or he had a he had a, an extension, but it wasn't that. 
you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> nah, know it, it's, 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 a cr- it's crazy when you look at it all together, when you look at it like, man, I said the same thing about quarterbacks, you know. When you pay the quarterback that big bag, then all of a sudden they fold up like lawn chairs. The only other quarterback that made it to the big dance, they got that big money, was, was, was Ryan, Matt Ryan. And that was mm-hmm. the last quarterback that made it uh, uh, to, at least to the Super Bowl. Um, but outside of that, man, it's – is it's like if you don't have a balanced team, then you might not get to the playoff deep. You may not get that run. No, and I and I get what you're saying. I think that it's important. And listen, the Cowboys are taking this into deep consideration about what's going on. Like, okay, are we going to throw money at this guy? Oh, are we going to throw money at this guy? Because just so you know, and I'm not sure if you and I understand it's way too early to look at 2020. Mm-hmm. Cowboys are projected to have about $106 million next year. And, and again, before people freak out, oh, that's a lot of money. Listen, and I don't know how much what the cap's going to look like. That's just right now, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, and hey, if they want to keep tank, that's fine. Like, I don't care. But my thing is, is that if that cap number stays the same, and I know that there are people that are coming up for their free, you know, they're coming up for their contracts, even that's the case. You have $106 million to work with next season as of the projection that they're putting in. And yes. don't take what I say with a grain of salt because I don't know the final number until we get until next year. But if that's the case, we'll be able to sign a good majority of our guys that we want to keep. Yes, indeed. But, yes, that's that's, but just because, but, but just because you, you have that money, don't be pressured. And I think we're in agreement here. We don't want to pressure them to give them a, a player a deal that can hurt them in the long term, like you see what a lot of these teams do in the first day of free agency. They just throw money just so they can get the player, not thinking, oh, is this player going to play out their whole contract? Are they going to do, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just like when I when I, very, when I very first saw Eric Berry's contract, I said, hey, he would never play through the end of that contract. <laughs> and now he's out there on the market. Mm-hmm. Just as well as you can say uh, with Khalil Mack, when you look at that $141 million, $90 million uh, guarantee, he's not going to play that entire contract. And uh, Oh, yeah. And, and then on top of that, uh, Victor Moan, he did say, uh, he did uh, put out there, and I love when everybody do their homework and they bring out to me like the uh, the facts, and I love facts. He brought up the fact that uh, Fletcher Cox, I think he got a big big deal, right? <clears throat> I believe so, yeah. So when you when you talk about that, and I and I mentioned this earlier on a stream before, or it could have been on my Instagram page uh, space, is that if you go ahead and pay D Law the twenty three million, right? Let's say the Cowboys said, okay, we're going to go ahead and pay him the twenty three million dollars. We're going to go ahead and give him a hundred and forty, you know, uh, million stretched out over six years, twenty three million dollars a year. Then what it does is ultimately make your window small. Meaning that you got to win that Super Bowl within this year or next year. Outside of that, mm-hmm. you, you you up you up you up the uh, river just like the uh, Eagles are then, in certain parameters because yeah. you got to win. You got to strike it right then and there, and you got to say to yourself, "Now I got Robert Quinn. Now I have D Law. Now I have uh, uh, my draft picks, and I have Jalen, and I have uh, LVE. We're just gonna go ahead and try to win the Super Bowl now. That would be the philosophy if you go ahead and pay D Law the twenty three million dollars. Mm-hmm. And I'll end out on this, right? So, like I said, I know the Cowboys are projected to have that much money, and I'm not banking them on signing all their players because obviously there are going to be players that they keep, players that they don't keep, and they're getting pretty big, hefty deals. So I'm not expecting that. Like, they're going to have a ton of – because of how big it is, they'll probably have a ton of players 
uh, going up for free agency. But knowing the Cowboys, they're probably going to sit there and they're going to be like, okay, and this is what they're probably thinking right now. Okay, we see what's coming up in 2020. We see these guys coming up with these deals. Who do we throw the bag of money at? Who uh, do we not throw the money at? Yeah. Let so, me see here. I don't uh, want to go in for what's up no 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 you let me know who they should throw the money at now i think that i smell another franchise tag coming around next year and it may be to the quarterback it also may be to the uh the running back and what is going to look at ezekiel it may not be the happiest camper if they don't go ahead and pay him at least Le'Veon's bell's money or Gurley's money okay yeah yeah i definitely could see that um I would say, and I think I agree with you there, I think that as of right now, I think they want to give Dak his money, but I think they're like, well, we want to, we want to take advantage of his rookie deal for this year so that we can try to make a Super Bowl push. And if in the event that, oh, we managed to go there or we managed to get, we by some miracle get there, and then <laughs> not like it's going to be a miracle because this team can do it. If we get there, Okay, cool. They're probably going to throw his money at him. But if they fail to get there again, let's say they go into the playoffs and they lose mm-hmm. in the NFC Championship or the divisional round, don't be shocked if they're like, listen, Zach, we want to give you your deal, but we're going to have the franchise tag you for this year just so we can get some of our guys back, and then we'll give you your money. That's what I can definitely see happening. I don't think they'll franchise Zeke because Zeke's still on his deal and he does have a fifth-year option. So... But if it gets to that point, I would not be shocked if Zeke held out. But mm-hmm. as of right now, I don't see any sources. I don't see any news outlets. They reported he might, but I right. haven't heard anything in regards to that right now. And we'll see what happens. I don't want to go on for too long and take up your whole time, man. No, but no, no, man. You've been, you've been laying the fire down, man. Just let people know where they can go and find you and all that good stuff, Dan. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, I got you, bro. So if you guys want to, if you guys really care, you guys can sub up to me at Space Cowboy on YouTube. I'm on Twitter at Space underscore Cowboy underscore 17. Um, obviously, people have had questions of how to get their faces animated, just like Law and Mind. So if you want to, just DM me or just tweet at me and I'll, I'll hook you up, see what we can do. So yeah, man, uh, great conversation, man. Yes, indeed, man. I always love the conversation for the nation, man. Continue doing your thing. Continue to grind and shine, man, and get yours out mm-hmm. there. And hopefully, uh, Cowboys Nation, we'll be at the Super Bowl. It'll be tears of joy. And if we can not get what, you, don't you still got that replicate Super Bowl uh, uh, trophy? Oh yeah. For those that don't know, I well, you know. Uh huh. For those that don't know, I bought a replica. It's a small replica Lombardi trophy. It's the Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl champion. I made a promise to myself, okay, I'm not opening this thing until we win a Super Bowl because then I can display it as all I want. Listen, man, that box has not been opened since last year or last two years. I'm staying true to that. Stay true to that, man. Stay true so. to it, man. That's what I'm talking about, man. Salute, brother. Appreciate <laughs> Maybe this, this is the year. Yeah. This is the year, man. <laughs> know, We're going to be hosting that Lombardi Trophy. Let's go, Cowboy Nation. <laughs> yeah. <let> me... <laughs> All right, Law. See you later. All right. Salute, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Good call from Space, man. Check his page out, man. And uh, the young phenom, man, been following the Cowboys. Let me stroll up, man. I think I saw somebody make a donation to help grow the nation. Antoine, appreciate you, man. He says, only elite players since the day of, of Ezekiel Elliott. <clears throat> if we lose D-Law, 
can we count on Dak to run up the board? Defense stops. Defensive stops. D Law brings that heat. D Law brings that heat basically. So he was saying that uh, D Law brings the heat, and he's the uh, other elite player that we have on this team. Uh, it's 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 crazy because uh, when we're talking about this right here as it relates to. Uh, defensive players and elite players. Look, we can find an explosive guy in the draft. Um, let's say, for example, if a savage fall to us, right? Well, let's say, for example, if all of a sudden somebody else step it up, somebody that we just didn't see. In 2017, nobody knew for sure that D-Law was going to be the guy to step it up, and he did. He did his deal out there, and uh, when we see the growth factor within uh, his skill set between uh, from 2017 until now, asking for Von Miller type of money, asking for Khalil type of type of money, in which in the last few two years there's nobody that can pull up uh, uh, stats and evidence saying that uh, D Law is far far apart from those guys as it relates to stats. Now, of course, of course, 23 million is a lot of money, and. Uh, like Vic Damone said, uh, Fletcher Cox, he got paid his big money. The Eagles went on ahead and won the Super Bowl. They had that small window. Now, are the Cowboys are limiting themselves to that window? Let me know. Post your comments and your thoughts down below. Do you think that if Cowboys go ahead and pay D-Law this $23 million, $85 million guaranteed, whatever it may be, will the Cowboys stand a better chance of winning the Super Bowl within the first year and two uh, or two with that particular salary range, or would they be digging themselves a bigger <clears throat> a bigger hole like they did with the Tony Romo contract and the and the uh, and the other contracts that we are paying off like the Miles Austins and the uh, and the what's the other guy number fifty fifty five million dollar fifty million dollar Brandon Carr, so it could be it could be it could be back into those same holes, or would you like to just slow ride this thing? And do it like the other team's been doing it with the uh, free agencies. Pick up one or two guys and then went from there. Got another caller in. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears> throat> Appreciate you guys. Let me see if I can get this one in. Call from. To accept, press 1. What's up, 214? State your mind. Hey, Law Mason. What's up, man? Talk to me. Uh, this is Tristan Patterson, man. I'm calling out of Dallas. Big time Cowboy fan. Yes, indeed, man. How long you been following following the uh, the nation, fam? Oh, man. Uh, I've been watching this one. My best friend was watching. He was like, man, you need to... Uh... And uh, he was like, man, you need to go ahead and follow the nation, bro. He can kick your knowledge. <clears throat> Appreciate it, man. What you have for, for everybody that's in the chat box and uh, people that are watching this screen today? What you have on your mind? What's on your mental? Uh, okay, well, uh, you know, everybody be talking about this uh, Demarcus Lawrence contract, and uh, and I'm gonna say it like this: you know, Demarcus Lawrence, he, he's a good player, mm-hmm. and you know, he does what he needs to do, rushing the quarterback and getting big time sacks, and uh, tripping the ball and getting fumbles for us, and that's cool. But what a lot of people don't realize is that it seems like every time Jerry Jones pay his players big money, they always end up with injuries. So he kind of got that in the back of his head now. 
So, so, so you think they, you think that Jerry Jones is saying to himself, "Man, I'm snake bitten." <laughs> when I pay players, yeah, they, they fold up like lawn chairs. <laughs> yeah. So it's like if I paid the Mark Stone just twenty three million a year, and he started getting hurt, I'm stuck with him. Mm. So the the trade for Robert Quinn is good because the Dolphins agreed to pay some of his contract. Yeah. So. If we get Robert Quinn, now we can sit back and see what can we get for DeMarcus Lawrence because you can take that $20 million back and get some, some key players and pay some of your players. Because if you get him $23 million a year, somebody going to walk. Zeke going to walk, Cooper going to walk, Jones going to walk, or Jaden Smith going to walk. Somebody going to leave the Cowboys if you give him $23 million. That's like paying Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's doing his thing. He's getting 22 and a half sacks up the middle. True that. He's the repping the run and the pass. Yeah. yeah I mean, he's the dis- disruptive player playing inside. You guys know I I love when a, a player defensive front can play inside and out. And uh, with that type of pressure, man, this is everything. But but what helps the uh, Rams out is that they already paid Todd Gurley and they went on ahead and paid uh, Donald. They don't have to pay golf yet, and they've been picking up sparing players like to play like for one-year contracts, like they picked up on a rental for Sue. So the Cowboys probably can go with that model because we have yet to pay Dak Prescott nor Ezekiel Elliott. So that window yeah. is only, what, one or two years. And outside of that, I think that the Cowboys are waiting, and this is just my thoughts of 2020 season. They're going to wait and see what Carson Wentz is going to get paid first, and then they'll try to make an offer for Dak Prescott based off of what Carson Wentz got paid. Yes, yes, yes. I can see that. Now, if you pay Dak Carson Wentz money and you got D-Law mm-hmm. up under Aaron Donald and Khalil Mack money, All right, some of your hey. pieces are going to walk. Hey Patterson, people saying that they can hear your background music, man. Uh, just, just turn it up, turn it down a little bit so that uh, they can hear you clearly. Okay, okay. All right, talk to me, man. Uh, yes. yes. Now somebody gonna walk because you paying twenty five, twenty eight at the quarterback position, and you got twenty three million at one spot on the defensive line. Who you gonna? What kind of money you gonna have for Zeke? What kind of money you gonna have for Cooper? What kind of money you gonna have for Byron Jones? What kind of money you gonna have for uh, Jalen Smith? Who you gonna be able to get in the free agency to put at the one technique that's really gonna help the line? Now, if you do that, now you're back in the Romo and Dez Ryan situation because their contracts were so big, it was hard for us to get good players. True that man, it's, it's it's a conundrum. Was how I look at it. Whereas you you homegrown your you you home grow your guys, right? You do all of the deals where it takes to develop a person. Then all of a sudden, that person elevates themselves, and now it's time to pay them. And you don't have nothing to pay them with because <laughs> you got a hundred and eighty-eight million dollar salary cap. I, I believe that the NFL should change up their rulings as it relates to salary uh, cap on players that you drafted. I think that it should be like a 30 or 40% off or what have you. I know it sounds kind of crass, but that's probably be the better way that 30 or 40% of their salary, whatever you sign them to, don't go against the cap. Because as, as it relates right, to this, right. you, all you're going to be doing is turning over players. And, and as Cowboys fans, 
And as Jerry Jones, everybody know that we fall in love with players. And the players want the best amount of money. And and trust me, D-Law probably, probably in the hearts of heart, he probably, I don't know his uh, circumstances. He probably say, well, hell, I will pay for $17 million. But his agent and the NFL Players Union is going to be like, man, you can't scoop that low because it's going to throw off the market. You got to get paid for what you what your last two years were or you got to get at least up to 85 million or 75 million whatever it may be <laughs> so it's it's crazy in a sense whereas uh these players are, are being used as commodities but that's just how the react that's how the reality is you know but right right that's how it got to go fam so what else you got on your mind man and uh i was thinking about the draft talk to me now, defense defensive offense well, with the 58 pick. I, I go defense. If you can find the best one technique at number 58 that's left on the board, you got to get him because you never had it. Mm. You never had that, 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 that defense alignment that can hog up two offense alignment at one time that allow your outsides to get around the edge quicker and more easier than they want to. Man, you speaking my well, language now, man. No, you, you no, you speaking my language now, man. Talk, 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 talk. <laughs> Woods is good, but he's good at a three technique. They had him at the one, which was kind of throwing the mouth. But you put Woods at the three and let him do what he do. And if, he, if the guy from Clemson that nobody is talking about, I can't think of his name right now, but he's like 6'4", 350. Mm. If he falls to you at 58, you got to snatch him. In the chat box, y'all put his name down. His his name is at the tip of my tongue, too. I think it's with a W or something. It's Christian or something. Yeah. Now, if you get him and you got Quinn, if Law stays and you got him on the outside, got Quinn and Law on the outside, it should be a a long day for a lot of offenses. And I'm (laughs) And push that pocket back. Yeah, you're talking about Dexter Lawrence. And I think this other guy you're talking about from Clemson, uh, 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 is it Christian? Uh, what's his Wilkins or something like that? But if it's, if we get Dexter Lawrence, man, that that would be nice, man. That would be. I'll just turn back with flips, man. The guy's just the guy's fast and quick inside, and and man, he he'll just be all type of craziness for us for, for that. I guess hot boys, LVE and Jalen Smith would love it. They would love it. Yeah, because you got the linebackers who go cover sideline to sideline. That's the, you ain't got to worry about the, the, you know, the middle section of the defense, the linebackers from sideline to sideline. They got that. And you got one of the best cornerback tandems in the game in Woozy and Jones. So with their cover skills, it's going to allow the defensive line to do what they do best, and that's harass quarterbacks. Mm, man, you're talking the truth there, man. And that's all we need is that one big body technique. They can hog up a, a center and a guard or can cause trouble for a guard at a tackle and allow that edge rusher to shoot on around her real quick. That's all we really missing on defense. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it from my brother from another mother, man. Man, really appreciate your insights on the draft, man, on who we should go with the 58 pick. Really appreciate that. Anything else you want to get off on your mind, man? Uh, That's pretty much it, man. I just hope in the third round that Paris Campbell's still there. We can get that. The young, you know, the young explosive talent with with that Prescott and Zeke now out there, you know, going to run up the scoreboard. So, <laughs> <laughs> so our defense can go ahead and close the game for us. 
if we get that Paris Campbell kid and uh, we look at everything yeah. from that perspective of what Randall Cobb can teach him and, and what he can pick up from Randall Cobb and also, um, you know, uh, I guess if you look at it from Amari Cooper and, and uh, Michael Gallup, boy, we'd be loaded. Yeah. <laughs> boy, it'd just be too much, too much weapons, out, too many weapons, man. <laughs> Appreciate you yeah. calling it. Oh, Ezekiel Elliott would love it too. Ohio State. Oh, yeah. Ohio oh, yeah. Because now if you get Paris Campbell, now you got to pick your poison. Who's you going to double team? Gallup, Cooper, Paris, or you going to put eight in the box and try to stop Zeke? Now you got to pick your poison. <laughs> It'll be more of the Eagles uh, uh, team talking about, hey, <laughs> It's illegal for you guys to have this lineup out there. We partition, <laughs> we partition that uh, you guys not play us at our, you know. <laughs> we want to do a uh, uh, investigation on the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, board yeah, yeah investigation. <laughs> they be calling yeah. uh, Will McClay uh, a cheater. You know how that goes, right? <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Because we draft good. Man. That's that's what yes, a lot of the indeed. nation understands. Uh-huh. Will, Will McClay draft players, and you be like, who's this guy? Before you know it, you turn his name. You already know, man. Yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> hey man, right. appreciate you for calling in to the nation, man. Really do, man. Call in at no, any time, man. No problem, uh, next no time I go live, man. Appreciate you. All, All right. right. Thank you. Salute, brother. All right. Yes, indeed, man. That's a good call there. Let me see how long I've been live on this thing, man. Really appreciate you guys. I love the call in feature. I love uh, also reading you, your comments and, and uh, listening in to you guys, uh, calling in to the nation. Uh, who else we have here before we uh, let me see who else we got right here well, boy I'm telling you 520 let me see what we got call from Dave Dave Alexander my brother from another mother no other what's up what's happening it's the Stelios 300 Cowboys <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking talk about you. man talk Dave, to me man no huh talk to me <laughs> Yay, um, Christian Wilkins. That's who you're talking about. Wilkins, yeah, out of Clemson. Yeah, that six uh, three. And let's see, well, let, let me look here. I'll pull him up here real quick. Uh, look at that man. My guy Stello's got yeah, the but, education for the nation, man. Yeah, like I said, okay. Right here is uh, we got uh, Wilkins, six three, three fifteen pounds, three hundred fifteen pounds. Damn. Showed he can wreak havoc on quarterbacks. Sixteen sacks. 40, uh, 40.5 tackles for loss in four seasons. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you this right here. If you're the GM for, like let's say, you're the GM for 2019 for the whole entire year, Jerry Jones reached out to you and said, hey, I just want you to be the GM. What would be the first move you do and what would be the several moves that you do for this Cowboys team for heading into 2019? Well, uh, I don't see paying pay law no twenty three. I don't okay. see that. Twenty twenty one five for six. Twenty one five for six. Mm-hmm. It, the gu- guaranteed money. Eh, I don't know. Maybe somewhere around seventy. But as far you know, as far as that, if he wants to sit out, that's on him. But we still got to have that edge rusher. They're working on Quinn getting it, getting him in. So Quinn on one side, D Law on the other side. You know, match made in heaven. Now we need somebody up there in the center. And like you want your last, uh, your last caller was talking about that one tech. Ain't mm-hmm. ne- we've never had a one tech, and that would just 
mean, that would complete this, I mean, would complete that defense, that defensive end, that defense, oh, that defense. You, you, sound, you sound just like me, right? Yeah. <laughs> just, just educate the nation on who Russell Maryland was, you know. Just, just tell everybody about him, Dan, and what he was able to do in the right. 90s for our Cowboys team. Russell Maryland was a monster. He could I mean he can get inside, outside. He's getting to the quarterback. That's his. I mean that's his whole sole purpose is to get to that quarterback. And anybody could tell you about it. Eric Williams could tell you about it. And Eric Williams is kinfolk, so you know he's one of my cousins, along with Dwayne uh, Dwayne Hatcher. So mm-hmm. Eric Williams can tell you what's going to be. Eric Williams, you know, can, can tell you what, what's what's up with Russell Maryland and. Them picking him up, that was just like the corn, I mean, the cornerstone for that defense in the nineties. Because mm-hmm. so, he would never get the glory. Me. Nobody would right. ever. Nobody would never nope. ever ever bring up his name because he nope. don't have the the, the, the stats. <laughs> and that what rules the nation now. Yeah. The stats. Yeah, that's the I mean that's the thing, and, and everybody gets caught up on stats. The stats are good, you know. Stats are good, but it's performance is what counts. It's what you do out there on the field. No matter what your stats are, it's what you do out there on the field, what you bring to the team on the defense, what you bring to the team on offense. And you can't be worried about how much money you're going to make and who's making more money than you. I mean, it's about you can't make it about you all the time. It's got to be about the, about the team. Team first. The same thing with, with Michael Irvin. Team mm-hmm. first. He was about the team first. Him second. It was about the Cowboys first. And you still you still see he's out there barking. He's barking. Barking yeah. loud and strong for the I mean for the for the Dallas Cowboys. And anybody that doesn't doesn't believe in what Irvin stands for, it doesn't believe in what anybody says in the Cowboys Nation. Hey, there's thirty there's thirty one other teams you can go to. Take yourself on. Yeah, you, know, you, want, you want to hate, you can love them and hate them. It's America's team. They've been hating us since 1960, since the inception, <laughs> 1960. So we, we're used to it. But mm-hmm. as far as what's going on with D-Law, if he wants to get paid, he's going to get paid. But he can't be asking for all this, cra- this crazy money. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking it's on more, you know, more or less on the, the, um, on his agent side. Yeah, because I heard I heard news out there that the agent have bad blood with the Cowboys front office. Um, you know, even with the Landon Collins deal, he stepped into that. Yeah. I heard he muddied the waters for, from that. I think that we were yep. close on on closing that deal, and then with the Eric Weddle uh, yep. situation, he kind of muddied the waters with that when we were trying to get that safety. So that yep. guy, uh, what's his name, David Cantor? David Cantor, Cantor, or something Kenter, like something, something like, like that. that. So. He's yeah. mudding the water up. He's making sure that, like, hey, I can't stand them Cowboys. I'm going to drive up the price. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drive up the price. I'm going to get paid. I'm going to make sure he gets paid, and I'm going to make sure I'm going to get paid because I know Jerry got the money. I know Jerry's going to write that check. But now he'd be a little bit more frugal because he learned his lessons back, back in, the, in the early 2000s, bringing in Roy Williams mm. and bringing in you know, bringing players like Roy Williams and bringing in players like, like uh, T.O., and then, even when he was even more debauched, when they're bringing in washed-up jokers like Testaverde and <laughs> Leap and all them. Can, can I just throw the, in the Joey, list goes on. Joey Galloway for 
for 100. Joey Galloway paid way too much for that for him and still didn't get nowhere. Still getting, I mean, just stupid decisions and, you know, rash decisions, drop it, drop it hat decisions. That's what Jerry was doing. Now Steven's more, lit, more in control and he's starting to back him off. And now they're starting to be a little bit smarter on, on these contracts and restructuring contracts and paying players their worth but not going out into orbit paying them. You know, it's, it's just ridiculous. Yes, indeed. And, and the way this team got to win uh, is through balance. And, you know, it's, and, yeah, it's a, just, just like I was saying the other day, it's got to be balanced. And just like I was saying yesterday, we mean, it's, it's Lombardi Trophy or bust. That's what it's about right now. Not wait until 2020 and 2021. No, nah, <laughs> we need to win now. Now is the time to do it. And the moves the Cowboys are making are smart moves. They brought in Cobb. They brought in Aloka. They brought in, you know, they're getting Quinn in here. You know, they bought that hater guy, the heater from uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. They're starting to try to put the pieces together and trying to get this defense shored up. And they damn sure need to shore it up. Excuse my language. Not in good. the middle, because you've seen what, because you've seen what the, the Rams did, and the Rams just took a page out of what the Colts did to them weeks before. Run up the middle. Run it shoot, up the shoot, gut. Shoot up the middle. Trap you don't got to get on the outside to the yeah. left or right. Just run down their throat. So, oh well, the Colts just did it all game. We're going to do it, and they sent C.J. Anderson up through up through the middle, and he's just bowling over people. It's ridiculous. It, it was, it was you crazy. Where, you see where the you see where the weakness is. It's in the middle of the defensive line, mm-hmm. and that in, in that defensive front. That's where the weakness is in the middle, and you need to shore that up. Everything else is going to take care of itself. You got Cooper and you got Cooper and Cobb and Ezekiel, and you got your offensive line. That's going to take care of itself. What you need to do is start shoring up this daggum defense. Don't don't worry about what who we're going what. A quarterback we're going to get in the draft or whatever, you can get one out of free agency. He'll come along sometime during the season. Mm-hmm. You can pull in there. You know, there are Cooper Rush, he's go because <laughs> there's no there's no reason for him to even be around. And that young kid, just let him set just let him sit in the back and learn. That's so all you're you talking do. about the Mike White, he, right? Yeah, the Mike White. Let, just let him sit in the back. Just let him sit back there like Romo did and learn. Mm-hmm, he might be something. He might not be something. We'll find out. Oh, yeah. You just got to develop him. We, we want to see him ball out during uh, the training camp and preseason. Oh, yeah. Uh, he can throw the ball through a keyhole. He, he's very accurate. And he got the, the yeah. measurables and the size. I, I saw a picture on Twitter that uh, him and Dak Prescott, they hang out together. They go to the games together. Yeah. So that's leadership, too, you know, uh, picking up exactly. those traits. He's about, mm-hmm. Yeah, he's evaluating his backup, too. <laughs> he's, doing, he's evaluating his backup too. You talk, you talk about all the time. Evaluation, twenty four seven, twenty four hours a freaking day, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Always looking at turning over all every stone, and, and that's what I like. You know, Stephen Jones, he came out with saying that hey, player evaluation never ends, and uh, that's something different uh, with Will McClay and, and Chris Hall and all those guys. They they really looking up everything they could find and and we would sit back and say ah what is going on with this guy who's Antoine barbecue woods and then all of a sudden he just yeah. flashes and we, we see something like wow it just boom mm-hmm. yeah where did cat car from see that right. that's the thing that's <laughs> i mean that's the beauty of what will mcclay brings to this to the organization mm-hmm. he can find them players and he can find the players 
get them out there on the field and whether it's defensive or offensively, especially defense, you've got Marinelli there, you got Richard there. You know, that's a match made in heaven. And and Richard's going to get what he can what me he's going to bring out the best in the defense. He's going to bring mm-hmm. out the best in defense. He came from that Legion of Boom, and then they broke that all up. So bring it on to Dallas. Bring it on that's to Dallas. And, and people fail yep. to realize this, too. Now it's going to be his second year into the folds. So everything is going to be marginally and percentage-wise better as far as those DBs and those uh, corners and all those guys that are playing in the backfield. Exactly. And he knows and he knows who, who he can put out in what situation, if what, what, what defensive setup he wants out there, whether it's a 46, whether it's, you know, whether it's zone or whatever. It, 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 and just get it set. And just get it set up. And I want to hear what anybody, what anybody got to say about uh, Joe Thomas. You think we should be even keeping him around? Um, well, Joe, well. Joe Thomas is going to be their purposes. I think that they're going to still try to fight for that sound positioning there. Uh, uh-huh. I, I like uh, March. Was it March Lillard? Yeah, March Lillard. Yeah. Yes. Don't sleep on him. And uh, and it's another thing, guys. Don't sleep on Kayvon Frazier. Sliding over exactly. there, playing on that side of the field. Uh, you know, he had a so- shoulder injury all last year, dislocated shoulder. Uh, the last game that he played was the Indianapolis Colts. So hopefully yeah. when he gets his, uh, uh, I guess, all his plan affairs together and get that yeah. good bill of health, maybe we can see him down at, on, on that same yeah. side. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> you know, need somebody to start letting – Laying the lumber, I mean, and every defensive man, every every player that they put out there on the defense needs to be somebody to lay the lumber and get to the quarterback and push that 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 offensive line back, push them guards and them, I mean, push them guards and and tackles out, collapse that pocket, force that quarter, force the quarterback out of there, force him to make a stupid move, make force him to make a stupid move. We can go back to. The um, the Lions game they played, and they had Matthew Stafford running for his ever loving life. And you can go back to 2016, and the defense was I mean David Irvin steady back there in the backfield on James Winston. On James Winston, them's the kind of player. Those the kind of ballers we need on defense. Those the kind of ballers, and everybody can complain and whine about. About this money situation with D Law, it's going to get settled. He's going to he, he's going to do one of two choices. He's either going to sign sign a franchise tag or get a nominal amount of money close to. I mean, it's a matter of two point five billion. Split it down the middle and and run and run with that. They're going to get me. They can get it. They can get it done. It's just he needs to start to come to terms and he start talking to his agent. Yeah, he's, he's still going to get paid. You still gonna get paid, but hey, I'm not trying to leave it. I mean, I'm not trying to leave it, and it's just gonna hurt, just gonna hurt us in the long run. If he I mean, if he I mean, even if they don't pay him the money, it's still gonna hurt us in the long run because we're not gonna have that that end. We're not gonna have that end on that left side. I believe plays left side. They're gonna have that end over there, still paying paying off that car deal, which. I have no idea why they picked up Carr anyway from Kansas City. They just <laughs> left him there, but that's neither here nor there. That that's um, old old news. That's old yeah, news. Yes, indeed, but, man. Uh, but all right, Law. I got to get out of here. I got to get back to work. 
<laughs> no worries, no worries, man. Really appreciate you for calling in to the nation, man. Uh, just be safe out there, and hey, free to call in at any time. Salute, brother. You betcha. Right out. Salute. That's what I'm talking about. Good call right there. Thank you all, you guys, man, for tuning in to the nation, man, as we begin to rock and roll and get on out of here. Uh, really do appreciate each and every last one of you all. Uh, don't forget to hit that like button. Share this content. Let a friend, neighbor, foe know where to go when they want to listen in and tune in to the nation. Uh, let me know if you like the call-in number, too. Let me know if you like to do those things. Uh, call in and, and listen to other callers, get other opinions and points of views out there. But I can't stress this out enough, right? One day at a time. One day at a time. One off-season move at a time. And it will happen, Cowboy Nation. We're close. We was only two games away from the Super Bowl last year, right? Two games away. One can argue if we had anybody. If David Irvin had his head right. <laughs> Boy. Putting him in that playoff game probably helped us out. That's the story of a different day, right? All we got to do is continue to grind. Got to grind to shine, right, Cowboy Nation? Player evaluation is 365. Seven days out of a week. 24 hours. They looking up tape right now. They trying to figure out how in the world Robert Quinn is going to elevate this team, right? Looking at all those things. Shout out to the callers, man. Young Wilson, appreciate you for calling in. The Pattersons, the, the Stellos, thank you all for calling in. And uh, Antoine, thank you for making the donations. All those things. Yes, East Texas. And shout out to Victor Mon. Regulating in the chat box, man. <laughs> They've been doing a lot of uh, stuff out there. Broad has been saying this. Why teams won't just run up the middle against us? Brian Broad has been 1 million percent right. Boy, we couldn't stop. <laughs> I don't think that they could have stopped my grandmother from running up the middle. Just running right up the gut. It's all weakness. It's chink in the armor, right? Every, every team got a weakness. Every team got a weakness somewhere. Thumpers, 6-7. Appreciate you. Kerry Tigo. Yes. Hello, man. Dropping the knowledge out for the nation. Flores, appreciate you, man. Let's go. We gonna draft with defense. We gonna draft defense with the 58 pick. Yes. And he says, and remember, you're listening to nothing but the bass. Salute. Shout out to Stellos. y'all love and adulations for the nation let's go grind let's go get this super bowl ring we gotta grind the shine